Think Grandeur in YYFM. You're listening to YYFM. I'm Lynn Hughes-Williams and I am your host for today, all part of the Wellbeing series. And my guest today is Brian Begg of Cardio Rehabilitation Department of the Nairon Bevan University Health Board. Hi, Brian. Thank you for taking the time to come and join us today. And uh, so, yes, and tell us a little bit more about your role. Yes, so, yeah, my name is Brian Begg. I'm an exit practitioner that works within the cardiac rehab team over here in Osprey Hospital. I've been part of the cardiac rehab team since 2005. Worked originally in Kitty Miners Hospital and transferred over to the hospital when it's over in the Sudmon and it opens up. But predominantly, I work with cardiac patients, so it's outpatients, so patients who had a heart attack or had cardiac surgery um, or had problems with the function of their hearts, they get referred through to us and the whole rehabilitation program wraps just a, an outpatient program around them where they get all them up in terms of nursing input and risk factor management, medication, um, psychosocials and sort of um, therapy and also exercise and that's where I come in I suppose so my role as an exercise practitioner is very much about trying to get people back to what they were doing before their events um, trying to get them as, as strong as we can in an eight week period. So then to come in and have an assessment with the nurse who will assess all the medical side of things. And my role then is to fit this test and see what activity level they're at and then devise a plan. We try and get them, I say, as fit and strong as we can over an eight week period. And in Capilli, we take them out to a gym in, in um, called Creation Fitness Village. So we bring them all down to do some sort of proper exercise, but from all different backgrounds. So we'd have people who can in their 20s to people in their 90s, all just trying to get um, a little bit fitter. And it's important really, because lots of patients are scared to have a cardiac event and they're not sure what they can or can't do. And we know that exercise and activity is very important for everybody, but it's even more so if you had a cardiac event and you want to get back on your feet and you're not sure whether you can lift something or carry something or whether it's okay to do any activity. So we try and just try and come in there and address those fears and try and get them fitter and stronger. But they get back to normal life essentially, you know. How soon after discharge um, are they put onto this plan? Well, in an ideal world, we'd like to see them after two weeks. But in reality, with sort of pressures on the system, we tend to get them on program maybe six to eight weeks after the event. And once they're on the program, then it's, it's an eight week, twice a week intervention where we see quite a lot of them. But we do make some big difference at the end of that eight weeks. We just bring them back into a finished assessment and we just see see how they've moved on, really, you know, and yeah. feel their concerns. So. so, Brian, if you can tell us a little bit more about what's involved for the patient themselves, the type of exercises that they do. Yeah, so the, the first thing we do, like, like I mentioned, they have this that, uh, initial assessment where we just see where the fitness level is and how active they are. And then from that point, then we plan an activity program. Um, so we fit the assessment and we know the levels they should be working at. We know the levels where they should be working at. Um, and we try to get the intensity right when they come into the gym. And so we're not making it too easy, but also we're making it hard enough that they improve their fitness. And so typically they come into the gym and they're doing everything a normal gym core would do. So they're bringing their warming up maybe on a bike for a treadmill. And then they're doing um, various different exercises, bit of an interval approach. So they might do three minutes on a bike, three minutes on a rower, three minutes doing some setups or whatever time scale they've got particular patients. But the whole idea is, is to try and maximise that intensity. We know if we can get people fitter, that has a significant impact on uh, mortality rates, you know, so they live longer and they get fitter. But more importantly for me, it's that confidence it gives them to, and how that confidence translates into their activities of daily living, you know, so when they're out 
when there have been the most safe public exercise among us, that's great, but it's then been confident enough to go walk the dogs or carry the shopping bags or get back to work, which is part of it as well. So lots of people think that they've, because they've had a car deck event, they need to rock themselves in cotton wood, whereas yeah. in reality, we know that the more they do in the market, they get sooner they get back to work and the sooner they have like a better quality of life on the back. Yeah, so it probably is quite an anxious time, isn't it? You know, it's like a heart attack and, you know, it's understanding then, as you say, the women. Most of it are just scared. Yeah. And so even though my good fitness system and they've had an event where the fitness is still on a sort of good level, yeah. they're just scared. So they, they go from like a bubble being in a hospital where people are checking on them all the time, like monitoring going on sort of 24 7, and they go, oh, well, all of a sudden, they're all, other with their family members. And it's the impact on the family as well, because they're, they were worried about what the partner or husband or wife might do, that it might have detrimental effects. So, um, so like I said, the sooner we can see them, the better. But fortunately, sometimes there's a bit of a way to see us. But once we do see them, there's some really positive changes, and not just in terms of fitness, just so psychosocial side of things and what they feel in themselves and makes how kind. I suppose just being able to speak to others as well, isn't it? You know, who's gone through something similar. Yeah. yeah, that peer support is crucial. So that's why when they are coming up with their problems, whether it's in the gym or one of our community venues, they, it's just speaking to other people who've been through the same thing. Sometimes they leave off for a minute and they've got sort of thoughts in their head and they're probably thinking, oh, am I losing the plot of it? Whereas in reality, that's how the majority of our patients feel. And it's only when they're sat down having those little chats before we book them in or whether they're warm or not. And you can see them sort of, they're just visibly relaxed about it. Um, because they know they're not going mad. It's normal to feel how they feel, like, sort of like. And we see them, they're from that exercise, and they didn't really use got taffy, and then we see them afterwards. Dude may have just put it up and they've gone for a coffee, you know, and that's all part of the process as well of um, get them to a stage where you, you feel like. Yes, yes. Perhaps comes to ter- come to terms with it really easily. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And part of that's managing the families as well, because families are worried. You know, so that they want to wrap people in Goblin World. And like rehab years ago, if we went back sort of 20, 25 years ago, you you would have had a card if you went, they would have sat you in the corner and they would have said, just take it easy and don't ex- don't do anything really. Whereas we know that your heart's a muscle and like any other muscle, it needs to be exercised. Do you know how many people actually carry on with exercise after they've completed the plan? Are you really statistic? Yeah, so in terms of, in terms of actual status, no. But in terms of, so the gym, for example, in Capiti Reuse, people join the gym after we, after they've finished with us, you know, so the gym about classes that run and we've got memberships for ex-patients. And we see lots, so quite a few breaks down barriers of actually people walking the door and gym. And they can be quite daunting if you've never been in the gym. You, you think of Lycra and six packs, you know, whereas in reality, most gyms are full of what I call normal and really just want to get a bit healthier and fitter. Um, so they, the continuation afterwards across all our, all our, all our sort of sites, um, this, this high maybe. And what's still more difficult sometimes is getting people to come along for that first advancement. So nationally, the uptake of Paradise Rehab is sort of in, in the 60%-ish. Which is better, so it was maybe 10 years ago that was down sort of 40 percent. So it's what's called, we call it a class 1A evidence for the effectiveness of an intervention. And so Carriage is a class 1A, so we know that patients have come significantly benefiting, and not just from the exercise, from the sort of um, all the other components that are managed from the respective medication and so forth. But yeah, it's still a hard sell, so some of these scare and it doesn't want to attend. So we're working on how we break down those barriers. And, and get more people in the door, really. I mean, also, so it's raising awareness, really, isn't it? You know, and 
it's not a difficult thing to do to to come and you know practice this uh yeah yeah stream presentations yeah, i think if any we're lucky that we've got some really strong links with and the countryside service of philly county borough council as part of my role overlaps with the environment as well so since i started back in 2005 we've had those sort of strong links so we've got walking groups that are dotted all over the county and they're sort of healthy walking groups based in country parks or areas where it's a bit flatter or more manageable for walks but probably out in the region of sort of eight led walks a week led by volunteers who so are all ex-patients now and from our perspective it's nothing it's not all about the gym either so if somebody comes to the gym and does their rehab and they get what they want out of it we want them to keep active because we, if we can keep them active they're less likely to be readmitted and um, back into hospital and um, the walks have been usually successful so for example there's a walk in the country park in Barrigate every Thursday morning that started off with me and a couple of patients who is this now led by volunteers and they probably have in the region of 40 to 50 people walking every Thursday. And we've got examples of that all over the county. And you have come down as well. You mean, you know, the food is uh, Yes, we've got all these country parks. And we've also got a series of self-led walking guides. So again, we acknowledge that not every patient wants to be in a walking group. Mm -hmm. some, some of our patients would rather just walk on their own, take the dog out. Um, it's all our green spaces right outside. We've got a series of half-hour walks, hour walks everything up to like you know, your big trail type walk that could be 20 miles so there's a, there's a whole menu of activities there that um, hopefully if patients leave us and think I want to keep active I've enjoyed it I want to get back into some of the stuff I've been doing before there's lots of avenues that can sort of go down to to do that yeah and where can they find that information that's all the time people should always roll on the green spaces Kipilli website yeah so we just go with green spaces Kipilli and then there's more than just the walks and there's information about country parks and all those other things as well. But very much when people finish with us at the end of the eight weeks, we ask them, what would you like to do? It's not us like, trying to dictate or saying you have to do this, you have to do that. It's like, what do you think you could continue with long term? And you benefited over eight weeks. And you continue to benefit if you keep, keep yourself active. If you reach your recommended minimum levels of 150, 300 minutes a week, you know, and also you're, you're maintaining your muscle strength. So they can find that information on the Green Spaces Capilli website. So they would just have to just Google Green Spaces Capilli. That'll bring it through to the, um, the web page. The stats seem to indicate that there's about 40% of um, patients that are discharged. They don't come to the initial session and, and so... Yes, yeah, so it's, it's a national problem. So Wales is pretty good in comparison to the rest of the UK. So the UK average is down in the sub. 40% to 60% turn up and 60% down to 10, you know, so we're, we're better than that, but it's still a big, still a big gap from where we are doing research into trying to find out why those patients have, haven't attended or why they haven't turned up at the initial session. And it's multifactorial. We know that some patients, maybe it isn't appropriate, but they may have other health sort of problems going on. Um, but we're, we're really keen to find out why somebody wouldn't want to come if they could potentially benefit from it. So like I mentioned earlier, it's a class 1A recommendation in terms of an intervention. Um, so it'll be really interesting to explore those barriers and see if we could get more people through the door. And that said, that might throw up other problems risen in the sense that we're already uh, the service is under pressure with um, trying to see lots of patients. But it would be a nice problem to have if the uptake was, was say, up in the 90% maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so it's something that we're trying to improve. Um, but it'd be interesting to get some patient feedback on that too. So hopefully some of the research projects that we're taking and bringing online, we get some patient opinions because 
sometimes we think we know the, these answers, whereas in reality, it's only when you actually speak to patients that they give you the insight that maybe can change how you deliver your services, you know? But for a lot of our patients, I think once they, for whatever reason, once they turn up once, and see that it's not that bad. Some people, if they've never been very active and you mention exercise and rehab, they can put them off straight away because they assume that all exercise is like boot camp. Whereas in reality, the exercise that we do is planned and it's relative to that person's personal fitness. It's not making them do the same activity as Mo Farah or Paula Radcliffe or Alan Wynne Jones or any of these sort of professional athletes. It's purely about finding out where they are and trying to progressively overload them from that point. I know you mentioned about the gym earlier. Do you think that might be a barrier? People think they've got to go. Potentially, like, yeah. Potentially. I mean, we do, with Carriage we, we also have community venues. So in Capilli, we have a gym in, in um, Newport. It's based in the St. Louis Hospital. Yes, we're in Newport, it's based in the St. Louis Hospital, which is more of a sort of hospital venue. We're in County Hospital, which is more of a community venue. But it's not all a gym. The gym is just one part of it. But certainly, like I said, there's some preconceived notions that a gym is is um, that would put some people off. But again, we really encourage our patients to come along for that first session at least. Um, and you visibly see people relax after that because it is daunting. If you've never puking somebody who you know, has, has had very little activity, but most of their life, and you mentioned gym, it's like in that sense, like that can be scary in itself, you know? The unknown of, they don't know that I'm actually a nice person who isn't going to crack away. They might be thinking this Brian guy could be some sort of a sergeant major, whereas in reality, I'm on their side. I just want to get them fitter and, fitter and stronger and try and get them to a point where they're just happier in their own skin and back to what they were doing before or possibly do more activity. And again, you know, we mentioned earlier about meeting other people and so it's important, isn't it, you know, to be able to talk about it and understand. Awesome, and that's the same on our, our sort of weekly dead walks as well. People come along in the beginning because I know it's good for them. The real reason they keep on coming on those walks is, is that social that chat, like for tea at the end, you know? And it's the same in the gym, they're coming along. We get to know people, they've got a shared experience sort of in common, you know, they've all had a scare at some sort of a cardiac event. And you see people even friendships forming, you know, because they're understanding each other and what they've been through and they know that if they've got a pain in their sternum after having surgery that the chest is about to explode, you know? That it's, that's normal for your sternum to ache for like six, 12 weeks, you know, or even longer for some people. So it does help sort of make them feel more relaxed, hopefully. Yeah. And then just move them on to a better place. And do you, you enjoy your job? It's rewarding. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lovely job. And we get to see patients probably at their lowest points where they are scared and vulnerable. And we see how those patients change over eight weeks and longer. We see them after they, if they continue exercising in in other sort of, uh, in other areas. Because um, it's really in that sense, it's rewarding. You see them when they're scared. You see them change over time. You see them get that confidence back. You see them get that little spark back in their eyes and swipe in their face. Working in a hospital setup, sometimes you see patients with one appointment and that's it. Whereas when you work in car you have you see twice a week, so you get to know these people very well over the eight week period. And when they get to know you quite well as well, you know, so we regularly have patients with, finished years ago now, we might just pop back in for a coffee just to say hello, you know, or if we got an office, they might drop us in a few carrots or, or a few bits. Um, but also the patients are very happy to get, to get to be building those relationships. They're very happy to give back as well. So they're quite happy to volunteer and help out when we have things going on. And they're very happy to get involved in the cardiac rehab charity and help fundraise uh, so to help our services sort of move, move on as well, you know, so they, 
We've got a cardiac rehab charity where it's it, all the trustees are ex-patients. Uh, so they're all patients who have got skills, who are quite happy to give up their own time because they know long-term it would benefit cardiac rehab, which in itself, yeah, so yeah, you end up making friends rather than having just patients. You know? Wonderful. Okay, so the message really is take that for its first yeah, if you have an event, you're not on your own. So if you have a cardiac event, you're sat in your hospital bed and be that whatever cardiac event it is, surgery, heart attack, stent, valve replacements, whatever. When you're in hospital, it's not the end. And yet there's lots to look forward to. And if you haven't, you should be referred off absolutely to cardiac rehab. But if for some reason there's a delay, don't sit in your hall. Yes, come and meet Brian. Oh, meet Brian and try and get you sorted. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your time, Brian. Get in touch. Thank you. Dio Cambrando in YYFM. And for your Ganus Valhin, the linear lane, Akiara Newbod, Beth of Hiku Wednesday, Elchi, it's yyfm.com. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online, and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit it'syyfm.com.